Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeed. It's us. We're back at it. This is the WCHL podcast. I'm WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry. And on the other end of the line, we have the WCHL. uh, What do we call you, Andrew? What do we call you? The uh, podcaster supreme? The the brains of this operation. The brains of this little two-bit operation. (laughs) Andrew Majorkirth, say hello to the masses. Hello, everybody. The boys are back for 2020. Oh, no. Oh, no. Live and in person right here. And the crowd goes wild. Isn't that mm-hmm. kind of sad? All 11 of them. All 11. How long did it take you to get all 11 people in one place to cheer like that for us? Well, I, I had to pay them some money. That's what it, <laughs> Just had to drop some dimes on them there, Andrew. That's all it is. That's all it comes down to. Jeez. Well, hey, uh, we're back at it. Did you have a, a decent little break? We had some time off. We had some time off. It was nice. They uh, had a nice little holidays there. So now I'm ready to get back in the swing of it and uh, finish off the second half of this season. We got a little sprint here to the finish. It's kind of wild that, uh, um, geez, it's January or first week in January. And, uh, you know, in, in just, uh, you know, middle of uh, almost what uh, end of March. Here we go. Yeah, so, middle to the end of March, we're we're rocking and rolling here. We've got games. Uh, we don't have a full slate of games, but we have some games starting up this week. So uh, so let's get after it. But Andrew, did you make any New Year's resolutions? You know what I did, and I've already broken it. So you know it is what it is. <laughs> what what was it? I was gonna <laughs> to not do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and here I am. No, <laughs> they. Uh, I, but I, I got to think, you know, I broke it, but then I'm like, you know, it's still within the first seven days of the year. So maybe I can change it a little bit and not break it. It's kind of like the five second rule. Yeah. The five second rule, the, the seven day, the seven day rule here. <laughs> okay. But I was going to, I was going to be more tolerant of other people oh, in, in 2020 <laughs> and uh, it's out the window. It, it's a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were you supposed to be more tolerant of me or what? Uh, just everybody in general <laughs> it's out the window <laughs> yeah i can't do that yeah. so yeah it's like party on garth yeah, here we are. <laughs> well very nice hey my my uh my resolution that i'm it's it's kind of one that everyone's especially around this time of the year it's to try to take a little bit better care of myself so i just bought stock in bluebell yeah well sorry to say pal Hey, I will tell you this in people of people, maybe, I mean, maybe uh, people will recognize this or not. Last year I went on a quest for a specific flavor of bluebell ice cream, Mardi Gras king cake ice cream. Yeah. I remember you talking about it. Oh, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And in fact, the one place I could finally find it, the one place was in Fort Collins, but it was on like the day I was leaving. Yeah. So I couldn't get like a half gallon tub of ice cream and eat it in, you know, the next three hours. I could, but I mean, I would be in the, I was going to say you could. Yeah. I'd be in the bathroom the the whole flight down from Colorado to Oklahoma. Right. So I passed on it. I said, well, hey, if they got it in Fort Collins, surely they got it in Norman, Oklahoma. 
fast forward, I couldn't find the damn thing. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, we're off doing, uh, we're shopping for, you know, the Christmas ham and all that kind of stuff, all the green bean casserole junk that goes with a good Christmas yeah. dinner. And my daughter, Cam the Ram, looks into the uh, uh, the freezer there at the grocery store and says, Daddy, look at this. And damned if we didn't find Mardi Gras, King Cake, Bluebell ice cream. There you go. Uh, now, I have to report, you know, that's the first half of the story. The second half of the story is the the, the ice cream wasn't any good at all. It was terrible. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> We, uh, it took me about a week to finish the damn thing off, whereas normally I could you know, inhale one of those things in about two days. Yeah. And now we've made the New Year's resolution. We're going we're gonna to be healthy again. No, that was, uh, I told you, this <laughs> happened in 2019, so this is 2020. <laughs> that's, that's when I said to myself, hey, hold on for a second. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I'm glad you're holding to your resolution longer than I held to mine. I'm, I'm seven days in, so we're, I think we're good. <laughs> I, I made it like three days in, so, oh. you know. Yeah, well, maybe maybe yeah. we should switch them. You should be more tolerant. Uh, you should be more tolerant of ice cream, and I should be, uh, I should deal with less people or something. There you go. I like it. All right, Andrew, let's uh, cut through the gibberish and all the, uh, uh, all the all the. I was going to say a word, but I'd get bleeped out. Yeah, yeah. Beep. Uh, beep. That would that would get me beeped for twenty twenty. Uh, we have two sets. Uh, two WCHL teams are in action this upcoming weekend. Uh, the Missouri State Ice Bears travel up I-44 to go play Lindenwood, the Fighting Zombos of Lindenwood Fighting. University. The Fighting Zombos. And then Central Oklahoma, they travel uh, a little north. They're going up to uh, just north of Omaha to Fremont, Nebraska to play Midland University. Yeah. Um, I don't know... I don't know where anybody's ranked. I've forgotten. So Missouri State's were somewhere in the 30s. Yep. I think Lindenwood is like Two or three. Yeah, two or three. UCO is at number Like 11, 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. somewhere Mid- in that neighborhood. Midland is somewhere in the 30s. Yep. So, uh, all right. So, that's yeah. that's a Friday-Saturday affair. I realize we're really putting you on the spot here, but um, do you have any input for or any ideas, any predictions for Missouri State at Lindenwood? Missouri State at Lindenwood. I am going to say, just for just to give them some good juju on the road up there, I'm going to say Missouri State is going to split with Lindenwood on Friday and Saturday night. Really? Okay. So give those guys some good juju to start the semester out here. And because uh, I'm, I'm pulling for the Missouri State to, to get it together and, and hopefully to see them in Dallas. You know, um, my scheduling philosophy with Lindenwood was always get them early uh, because yes. if you could get them early before they got rolling, um, then it was, you had a chance of, it wasn't not, not a chance, but you could get a better chance of beating them. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I would rather play them in September than I would in November. So in this case, I think uh, coach law has done a decent job in terms of scheduling these guys to get them in yeah. January. Yeah, jump on them right at the yeah. beginning of the semester. Yeah, yeah, right when they're uh, still trying to recover from a couple of weeks off and sitting yeah. around getting fat, dumb, and happy on uh, king cake ice cream. Yep, eating too much ice cream. Yeah, so, uh, all right, well, I like it. You know, they've got a brand new, um, Linda Wood's playing out of a brand new arena. Yep, and I, saw, I thought I saw some stuff, and it may have been posted from Missouri State that Lindenwood's going to have a big alumni weekend this weekend coming up with Missouri State in town. Really? Yeah, I don't know where I, 
don't, I saw it on Twitter, I think. So all those pro players are going to uh, show up and come back. Is that the deal? Yep. Yep. That's what I, yeah, I think I saw something like that. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I, and I could be full of gibberish too. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it could, it could be that, um, uh, you know, that, that all the former St. Louis blues, cause I, I know, I know that coach Zombo plays on one of those teams. Yep. Uh, the St. Louis blues alumni. So, uh, so wow. So, uh, Lindenwood for years, they played at the, uh, Wentzville ice arena in Wentzville, Missouri, and they recently sold it. In fact, I think the university bought that arena, um, way back after the city of Wentzville built it. And then, um, that was, I don't know, 2004, 2005. And they recently sold that, um, arena, I think back to the city of Wentzville. Really? Be- yep. Because they, um, uh, they're now playing out of the Centene Ice Center, which is a brand new facility. I think it's in Chesterfield, um, which is the uh, practice facility for the St. Louis Blues. So they've got a pretty sweet little uh, setup there. Yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of the arena. It's it's a nice little arena. Andrew, I'll give you a give you a little inside tip. Don't tell anybody, okay? Cut. But there's a strong possibility we might see that arena in 2022. Ooh. Yes. Let's see here. 2020 is Frisco. 2021 is Boston. I can't say where 2022 is, but, but we may be, we may be seeing that arena. We might be seeing that arena. Mm-mm. So kind of interesting. All right. So you're saying yeah. Missouri state's going to split with Lindenwood. I think, yeah, I think they'll jump on them and I think they'll get a split here. I like that. And, uh, I hope that's, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Yeah. I, now I haven't, I've paid a little bit of attention to uh, social media, and I haven't noticed um, any uh, additions for Missouri State, so I hope that uh, I hope that the team has come back uh, intact and uh, ready to uh, fire in all cylinders and, and make a nice yeah. little run here. Yeah, because they've got enough offense to get it done. Now if they can just shore up the defense a little bit, and uh, they've obviously got the goaltender to hang with anybody, so. Yeah, they're, I don't think they're too far off up there. Are, are there any rules, Andrew? You are the hockey savant. I'm not a hockey person <laughs> since people tell me that all the time. Yeah, um, not a hockey guy. Are there uh, are there any rules that prevent two goalies from playing at the same time? Not that I know of. See, so six I'm, players. I'm wondering, yeah, six players. So I'm wondering if what they could do is, since they do have three goalies and they're all pretty good, if they can't put... Uh, kind of instead of doing, you know, uh, like a traditional three forwards, two D and a goalie, just kind of change up like they do in soccer and maybe go three forwards, one D and two goalies. Hey, it's worth a shot, right? Cover up that four by six and keep Lindenwood out of the net. You know? <laughs> there you go. I like it. All right. Well, just a thought. You might be onto something here. Trying to think outside the box here for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't, uh, Central don't, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you <laughs> throw me some crutches, right? Would you? Yeah. Oh, geez. I'm going to, I pulled the muscle. Um, <laughs> UCO at Midland on Friday and Saturday. Midland came down already and played both UCO and Oklahoma. And if my memory serves correctly, I think Midland lost all four of those games. Yep. Yep. They play didn't, yeah, didn't they play a like a Thursday at UCO and then Friday Saturday at OU if I, I remember right? I, I you know, I think they came down twice. I think they played I think they played UCO for a weekend and then they came back down and played OU for another weekend. I couldn't I couldn't remember what they did. They yeah. Uh, yeah. But hey, I know we we watched both of those games at OU versus Midland 
um, back in late October, early November. Yep. And we both agreed that, you know, Midland had just enough talent to be dangerous. You know, you got to, you got to show up and take care of business and to beat them and get past them. And if you kind of overlook them on your schedule, they're going to jump up and bite you and steal one from you. But I think, uh, I think UCO, I think they've got their, their stuff together and I don't think they'll have any problems. I think they'll take two games up there. Yeah. Yeah. I think but, so too. Yeah. But just don't, just don't overlook these guys on the schedule. Right. Cause they could, they've got just enough talent that they could get you. They, um, have, they have that, they have that player number 40 Sanko. Oh, Sanko. Yes. He, he's a, he's a, he's a good little player. He's in, he has no conscience. Um, <laughs> nope. In, in that when he sees the puck, he shoots the puck. Now yep. where, where he shoots the puck is a question. Sometimes yeah, it can be in your bench. Sometimes it can be in your net. Sometimes it can be in his net. Yeah. The kid's got a cannon for a shot, but yeah, it's painful watching him get there. <laughs> yes, it is. He cannot yeah. skate to save his life. He cannot, but some, for some reason he can absolutely fire the puck. And he, he, he's his first name. Um, I think his first name is Luke, which in Canadian is Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, because whenever he gets hit, he lays on the ice and he rolls around like a soccer player forever. Yes, he does. Looking for a call. So uh, now, but they have some other uh, uh, players. There was a kid. Um, uh, his name was Coney Bear. Um, I think it was twenty four Coney Bear who could play. Yeah, he um, could. And he's a he's a big specimen of a of a human being. But they also had some uh, rather large defensemen, large as in Chris Perry large, uh, <laughs> as in Bluebell King Cake, uh, Mardi Gras ice cream large. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, uh, so I, you know, UCO yeah, they, with their speed, and especially if they play a little dump and chase game, they can get those large defensemen yeah. turned around. and Yeah, they, trying to get them to pivot and turn and go. And yeah, they could, they, it could get ugly. There was, there was one fella. And uh, who I remember watching, boy, the, the kid took about 20 strides just to get from behind the net to his blue line, and he still couldn't get the puck out. <laughs> yep. That was, uh, the, the breakout was not impressive on uh, the Midland game that I saw, so. Yeah, but no, if those guys, if UCO goes up there and takes care of business, they, they should have no problem. Well, in UCO, I'm like I said, I've been kind of paying attention to uh, social media and also talk to uh, coaches a little bit. UCO has a couple of new additions to the team for the spring semester. They're going to get um, a player back, um, Alexander Jameff. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. It's J-M-A-E-F-F. Hmm. I have no clue what that is. I, I think I've heard Jameff. Swedish. Canadian, Oklahoman. He's probably from Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> he's probably from Edmond. Um, but uh, he comes back. He was uh, he sat out the fall semester. And so he'll be available to start uh, uh, the spring semester. And I also saw where they uh, got a goaltender, a kid named Nils Velm, who I believe yep. is a goaltender from Germany. Very nice. Um, so he'll be there to... Uh, back up uh, number 33, Alex Henry. Yep. We uh, we kind of talked about that with them, that the C.J. Wednick kid was a decent backup, but yep. they could they could probably use another another guy back there just to kind of help along and take some of that pressure off of Henry make, where he doesn't have to play the entire semester here. There you go. So, yeah, not, not knocking C.J. And we said his yeah, name not, correct, right? Wednick. Wednick, yep. yeah. So I, I, we got some praise for that. So, uh so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, if Coach Rivera throws uh, Mr. Velm into net during one of these two games. 
I got to believe he probably will on game two, but we'll see. Yeah, I would. Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, just if you're those guys, keep your nose out of the out of the dirt because we all know Senko will will agitate and and try to bait you into all kinds of things. Isn't so, that the truth? Yeah, just keep your nose clean and and take care of business and get two W's and come home. All right. Well, hey, that's the abbreviated weekend. All right, podcast is over. We'll see you later. Yeah. Woo-hoo. See you guys next week. All right. Take We're, out. Yeah, <laughs> We're out. Here, we'll play some music, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Whoop. We're sticking around. I'm sorry. That was a <laughs> threw a fake at you. Um, all right. So let's see here. When do the rest of the when does the rest of the conference start up? I think everyone gets going in earnest next weekend. Yeah, so that's what I so that's I I went down the list here. So starting out over in the desert in Arizona, they yep. get started on the seventeenth and eighteenth versus uh, Missouri State. And then Arizona gets started on the 16th versus Missouri State. So a little WCHL weekend there. There you go. Yeah. ASU. So Missouri State will be at ASU on Thursday night and then down in Tucson for uh, Friday, Saturday. Yep. And then uh, Colorado State, they've got Syracuse coming into town on, uh, what is it, Thursday, I think. And then, or Saturday, whenever it is. And then Colorado has Syracuse on the 17th and the 18th. Yeah, I think Syrac- kinda- Syracuse is playing WCHL weekend, but they're they're doing it kind of backwards. They're doing uh, Boulder Friday, Saturday, and then I believe they're going they're doing a Sunday against uh, the Rams on the nineteenth. Uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting seeing a Syracuse all the way this far out here, right? Well, hey, good for them. You know, good for good hey. for those guys for sacking up and getting on the road and going to play some other uh, other folks because you know we hear we hear a whole lot of complaints about. Uh, you know, teams, uh, especially from back east, about how they're not ranked properly. Well, it's because you sit around and you, you, you know, you play yeah, the you, Cornells of the world, and the yeah, you don't get out of your region, you just hang out there, yeah, and you beat up on you know, blind sisters of the poor in East Handkerchief State, and yep. you know, teams that just if, when you when you play number 50, you're not going to get ranked high, but you're not, so, yeah, you're not going anywhere, yeah, come on out here to the west where some uh, quality opponents are, and uh, you know, get into the ring, and let's see how you do. Yep. So, so yeah, props to Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, props to those guys. Be like some road warriors. So yep. good for them coming out this way. There you go. There you go. And then, um, oh, what about your our, Oklahoma Sooners? Yeah, our beloved Oklahoma Sooners. They uh, get started on the seventeenth and eighteenth versus Midland. Are you, here? You are you twenty twenty. You're already trying to get me in trouble, Andrew. Our beloved. <laughs> Our beloved Sooners, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so they go up to Midland. So Midland's going to have an Oklahoma uh, weekend back and forth, right? They got Central uh, this weekend, and then the following weekend they got Oklahoma. Yep. So they're going to get their fill of uh, of gonna, the teams from Oklahoma. They're going to have enough of Oklahoma within the next two weeks here. That's for sure. <laughs> well, it's uh, interesting. Interesting. All right. So. The um, you know the Missouri State at Arizona and Missouri State at Arizona State, obviously that was a uh, um, that was supposed to be a WCHL weekend when the Ozarks, uh, Missouri State and Arkansas were supposed to head out to the desert to play the two Arizona teams, but when Arkansas uh, pulled out of Men's Division One and went to uh, back down to Men's Division Three, um. That's when that weekend just became a Missouri State thing. So I'm uh, sorry for ASU. They only get to play on a Thursday night, but uh, hey, such is life. I'm sure the guys will find something to do on Friday and Saturday in Tempe. Probably hit yeah, the books. Uh, hit the books. Hit yeah, like we say always say though. Probably hit the library. Yeah, get get a head start on classes that are starting up soon. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Go go to the bookstore and buy all their books and make sure they have their notebooks and pens sharpened and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What a deal. What a yeah. deal. Wouldn't it, wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> All righty, Andrew. Well, hey, let's um, you know what? Let's just let's it's going to be an abbreviated podcast to get us going here for 2020. Let's hear a chance, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. There you go. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. All right, Andrew. There we go. What do you want to talk about? Well, let's. Since we mentioned the uh, standings a while ago, why don't we uh, recap where everybody is in the WCHL and the ACHA, and, uh, and then we'll move on from there. Set us up. So WCHL standings, and this is as of 12-7, which was the last set of games played. We have Arizona leading the way with 72.7% winning percentage. Or points percentage, whatever you, whatever it is. Yeah, it's your Oklahoma broadcasters that threw a fit about that. <laughs> and Thanks then, for uh, nothing. Yeah, and then we, and then we got my Sooners in there in second place with sixty one point one percent. Arizona State in third with fifty eight point nine percent, and then UCO charging in here with fifty one point one percent, followed by Missouri State at thirty nine point three percent. Colorado State coming in sixth at 37%, and then pulling up the rear in seventh is Colorado at 18.5%. There you go. All right. So so not this weekend. We don't have any WCHL action, but next weekend we'll have uh, number five or the fifth-ranked team or the fifth-place team in the WCHL playing at number one and number three, or I should say yep. playing at number three and then two against number one. So that could... That could shake things up a little bit next weekend. That could, that could, especially with um, yeah, some of the stuff we're hearing out of Arizona. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. There you go. All and right. Then, uh, then we can we can switch gears to the top twenty-five in the ACHA, and this is ranking number ten, which was done just right right before the end of the year. There, we yeah. had uh, we had four teams in the top twenty-five. Um, Arizona leading the way at number seven. Then followed up with UCO at number twelve, then OU coming in on a Ball Street eighteen, and then Arizona State, which just baffles me, is ranked at number nineteen right now. So we'll expect to we'll expect to see that change here pretty soon. The uh, with games getting back underway, that that those numbers will change. But for the time being, that's where they are. I'm looking at the uh, very unofficial computer rankings, uh, uh, courtesy of our friend in Dayton, Ohio, uh, the uh, the wizard, all hat, no cape. And um, he has updated his computer rankings through January the 5th, because there were some games this past weekend, like Rhode Island played somebody. Yeah, you, yeah UNLV played Jamestown, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. UNLV played Jamestown. So... Um, um, the way it is right now, he has Arizona coming in at number seven, or he says the computer will say Arizona number seven, Central Oklahoma number 11, so they'll move up a spot. Your Oklahoma Sooners will move up four spots to 14. Look at that. Ooh. Arizona State will move up a spot to 17. Missouri State is 33, Colorado State 36, Colorado 48. Now, those are all very unofficial, and it's not going to matter because it's going to change between now and um, – yeah, it's gonna now. Yeah, the next official ranking, I believe, the uh, for from the ACHA comes out on January fifteenth, which will be um, well. It'll include these upcoming Lindenwood, Missouri State, Midland, yeah, UCO so games. These 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 numbers are going to change all over the place. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so so they've already changed, even though there's only been God, it was it was like Rhode Island and Niagara. 
something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. In Vegas and Jamestown. So Vegas and Jamestown. And I think they split that if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. I caught UNLV on social media. I think they I think they won Friday and lost Saturday or something, vice versa, something like that. You know, that was uh that was kind of a punky little uh, well, let's talk about that. That was supposed to be uh, an event that Oklahoma was supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what happened there, Andrew? Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not. I'm not a hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm. My sense is my since we're all pinching the ACHA penny here in the uh, in the ACHA, it's uh, it was probably a budgetary thing, is my guess. But originally, yeah. that was supposed to be a Minots. Uh, what? No, it was supposed to be Arizona State, UNLV, Jamestown, and Oklahoma. Right. And the two yeah. WCHL teams were going to take. We're going to play one game each against the other two teams. So, uh, knowing that. ASU and OU already played three games. They weren't going to be forced to play a fourth. Yeah, yeah. So it was something like that. Or maybe it was uh, they would have a WCHO weekend. ASU would play UNLV twice and Jamestown once. OU would play Jamestown twice and UNLV once. Something like that. But it was supposed yeah. to be a a nice th- uh, three, a four-team event, and it turned into a... Uh, Two-team event. Yeah, Jamestown in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, and I think you hit the nail on the head, right, with... Nationals coming up, that's expensive, and that's a big trip, so that would have been expensive out there. So, yeah, I think just budget-wise, it wasn't in the cards for this year. Yeah, hey, hey there's always next year. There's yeah. always, especially with uh, with UNLV joining the, the Western Collegiate Hockey League next year, there's always the possibility that Oklahoma would have to go out there. Yeah, yeah. At some point. So if, so if I was going to ask you, when we were talking about Nationals a while ago, oh, if no. I was going to ask you, how many days until the national tournament started? What would be your guesstimate? Just right off the top of your head. Hundred. I'd say a hundred. I'd say a hundred days. We're three months out. It's early yeah. January. It's the the national starts March nineteenth. So I'd say what's that? Thirty, twenty eight, and twenty. So I would say, well, geez, I guess it's a little bit closer to like seventy five or eighty now. Yeah, 70, 70 days till the national tournament. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's 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 like two months. I mean, it doesn't. It just seems like yesterday that we were sitting in the laundry room talking about nationals last year. Yeah, Isn't and, that the and, truth. And here, and, and here we are. We're we're basically two and a half months out of from going again. And that means I need to get after it with my uh, with our, my other conference because that means I have if it's seventy days until nationals. Geez, then two weeks before that is my. Uh, uh, the playoffs for that other conference that I oversee. Boy, I need to find a trophy yeah. and everything. Huh. Uh. Yeah, I could be giving them a stadium cup, <laughs> the the, the, the uh, stadium cup trophy full of plastic. <laughs> yeah. As long as you spray paint it silver in the parking lot, you'll be all right. That's right. Just the silver. I'll make it gold. Come on. Yeah, yeah classy, make it a little classier, right? That's right. Classy it up. We don't chintz here in the, uh, in the yeah. ECHA. Yeah, First class all the way. Uh, I want to give them something they can drink out of. Boy, I guess I need to get after it and talk to the folks yeah. at MTM. Yeah, you're going to have to get on the ball here. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting. Yeah, time to time to go into full-time hockey gear. You know, 70 put work, days. Put work aside. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. All right. 70 days. Uh, that's kind of scary. Um, it is. 20 it teams. Yeah, it really does. It really does. 20 teams coming down to Frisco, America. Um 
I know that uh, the ACHA has already announced um, a, a deal for Southwest Airlines where people can partake and get uh, discounted tickets to fly down on, on Southwest Airlines to get you into Dallas Love Field. Um, the teams already have uh, hotel information for going to uh, Frisco. And I know that hotel information will be released to the public probably in about two weeks. January 20th is the day that we're looking at there. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, we want to give the teams t- ample time to um, make the reservations before mom and dad jump in there and swipe some rooms. Now, are you, you know? still are you still getting all the uh, frequent flyer miles off of the Southwest that everybody books? They, got, they all go directly into my pocket. Yes, thank you very much. There you go. Appreciate that. And I'm also getting yeah. the... Uh, uh, the Hilton Honors points, the Marriott Bonvoy points, and the IHG Rewards Club points. I would, I would expect nothing else out of you. Yes, corruption is my middle name. So, uh, uh, are you going to be? Are you going to be? Are you going to continue? Are you going to play your dice game out of the trunk of your car this year? Also, <laughs> I, I've moved up. It's three card Monty. Um, oh, yeah, that and I've got some. Santa brought me some coconut shells. So awesome. I'll be. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna, are you gonna be wearing those coconut shells? <laughs> when when I, when I when I'm not uh, trying to mo- maneuver things, yes, I will be wearing them. So I won't I won't tell you where I'll be wearing them. I might put them on in the front. I might put them on in the back. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Chrisberry Gambling Hall will be in full effect. I'm sure yeah. out there on the Zamboni pad. Yeah, awesome. Well, as long as it's first class, that's all I'm worried yeah. about. Well, there we go. I'm, I'll, I'll spray paint those coconuts coal, uh, gold. Come on, Andrew. Right, there you go. You can you drink go. out of them, too. Yeah, awesome. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, Nationals in Frisco, Texas. And, um, uh, you know, this could uh, – how about a little inside baseball? This could be the last year for the 20-team format. I am. It could. This could be the last year for the auto bid format, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't. And I wouldn't care how they change it after that. <laughs> why? Why is that? What do you got against auto bids? Uh, I don't like it. If you're if you're the top if we're if we're taking the top twenty teams to nationals this year, I think it should be the true top twenty. If you're the winner of your conference and you're ranked number forty five in the ACHA, I don't think you have any business coming to play the big boys. Oh man, that's kind of harsh, Andrew. Come on. Hey, you know. They 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 won something. They need to be they need to they need to be recognized for winning something. No dice. Well, uh, no dice. I would not no be dice. I would not be surprised, Andrew, if this is the last year of the twenty team format. And uh, I would I would uh, just uh, uh, my guess. I, I think twenty four might be the magic number after this. Oh boy! That you way, know, if those auto bids eat up something, they're not interfering with your top twenty. There you go. Because I mean, I go back to like last year, and I think it was Colorado that got bumped because they ended up at like eighteen or nineteen, if I wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. and and they got knocked out by an auto bid. So here they are. They've played a tough schedule all season, playing the WCHL and and all the other uh, people that would come out and play play Colorado, and they held a true nineteenth spot ranking in the ACHA, and they didn't go to the national tournament because number thirty five of the weak sisterhood won some conference out there and, and bumped them. And I don't think that's right. They, uh, I think if you're in the top 20, you should, you, we should take the top 20 and, and, and go party and best man wins. All the people from the, uh, weak sisterhood conferences, please send your hate mail to Andrew <laughs> at WCHL podcast backslash com dot gov backslash Andrew dot gov. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
but that's 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 my soapbox for the night. How about that? Well, that's uh, that's a pretty good soapbox. I think we're gonna take care of it though. We're gonna try to split the baby in half and. Uh, Again, just an idea. I think it's an idea, but I have a sense it's happening. Oh so, boy! And you know, there there are there are there are minions behind the scenes that are um, toiling away and turning cogs and greasing gears and um, basically, again, corruption is my middle name. So, uh, hey. we're, you know, I'm taking payoffs left and right. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So that's that's Never- kind of I'm thinking 2022. Could be close to, closer to uh, Oklahoma than 2021, which is going to be in Boston. And I'm thinking we're going to expand our Nationals format. I like it. Well, we'll like see. It. I don't know. It, you know what that would mean? It would mean it means we're, we'd get away from. Uh, it means we'd we'd get away from 13 on day one. We would get away from 13 playing 20. Yeah, and what we would do is we'd have uh, two sheets running at the same time, and we would have uh, one instead of one through four getting a buy, it would be one through eight getting a buy. So yep. we would have nine playing twenty four, um, going on two sheets. So we'd have uh, four games each four on four on, on uh, two sheets, and then the next day we would have another. We'd have the winners playing one through eight, and then after that we get into our little. Uh, typical format winners yeah. and then and then get this Andrew we would reinstate the day off between the quarters and the semis I like that I like that because it's a lot I mean it, it's it, it's it builds up a lot right the, uh, yep yep but yeah you know that I like that format you know you get nine versus 24 so it'd be what 10 versus 23 yep you know most of that it might it may dilute it down a little bit there may be shellackings going taking place with the, you know the top 12 versus the top 25 but it could also lead to some very colossal upsets too i mean it could what if 24 takes number nine down or what if number 23 takes 10 out you know it could it could mix it up a lot i'm interested i like it more than likely it's going to be like a 13 taking a 20 or a 20 taking a 13 down or a yeah something along those lines but yeah yeah yeah. Mixing it up a little bit, something you wouldn't see coming, right? That's right, and it gives. Um, it, it would give, and instead, it would uh, have just given a, a preference to teams one through four. It would give a preference to you know, if you're in the top eight, you get a weekend, or not a weekend, but you have the potential to get a day off. You yeah. know, and so uh, yeah, hey, uh, well, hey, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I could be talking way out of school here, Andrew. You know, I I'm not a hockey guy. I don't know what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> So what about so what about the 2020 Nationals? How many how many WCHL teams are we going to see? Well, I've already told you my Christmas wish would be for five. Um, I hope that um, right now I think it it looks like it's pretty set that um, Arizona, Central Oklahoma, Oklahoma look like they're fairly solidly in here unless they just totally crap things out here in the spring. Um, Arizona State looks like they're going to be solidly in there too if they uh, keep on keeping on. So the real player here is going to be um, whether Missouri State or, or Colorado State, one of those two can make a move and jump up really quick. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think, like you said, I think we'll see those four teams solidly in there. I would, I would like to see Missouri State put a hard charge on here the second semester, and I'd like to see those guys down there because they put one heck of a performance up last year when they were down there. Yep, they sure did. And, and hey, so, the opportunity is there for them because they got two games against Lindenwood. Actually, they got four. Because they have Lindenwood at Lindenwood this to start the semester, and then they have Lindenwood in Springfield to end the semester. So they got four yeah. games with Lindenwood. 
And then they're going to the desert to take on number seven, Arizona and number 17, Arizona state. Um, and then they have two games at home against number 14, Oklahoma that I'm aware of. Yeah. So, I mean, the ball's in their court and I think it, it all gets started this weekend, right? They got to come out of the gates hot and, and, you know, they need to take two from Lindenwood, but at least picking up the split would be a step in the right direction for those guys. And yep. Yep. Get the semester started off on the right foot, but yeah, I'm pulling for them this semester to to get it together and to make a hard charge at it because I'd like to see all five of those teams down there instead of just the four. Yep, uh, right now four look like they're solid, but yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to see five make it, and um, yeah, you know, so I think Missouri, I think, yeah, Missouri State's probably in a better spot than Colorado State to make it. So yeah, I think so, and and you know they Missouri State's got a little more offensive firepower. So if you're just going off of that aspect, I would think they would be able to look more favored to make a run at it than Colorado State. But, hey, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, the Arizona still have to go up to Colorado. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I, I don't know where um, – I don't know uh, if the schedule favors Colorado State as much as it does uh, Missouri State. Let's see here. I'm just trying to – let me take a peek at Syracuse. Oh, they're 29, so that's not bad. 29s coming into town to play those guys. So interesting. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, for the biggest part, I think the ball is in the court for Missouri State. So let's all root for those guys and get them down there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm rooting, f- I'm rooting for them because I want to go down to Texas. I want to have some Hutchins barbecue. I want to go to Bucky's. I want to eat at Perry's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I want to watch a lot of hockey. And I want to see a WCHL team raise the Murdoch Cup one more time. Yes, uh, we want to see a WCHL team in the finals. I want to see them win it. So, that's right. That's right. Hey, we've got Andrew. Uh, I know since we spoke, we've t- we've had some uh, some student athletes on and also a coach on the WCHL podcast to kind of uh, fill the gap. We didn't want people to totally miss us. Yeah, I uh, didn't want to bore them completely to death. Yeah, we've got another I can another inside baseball. I would think in a couple of days, uh, look for Alex Henry to join the WCHL podcast. Ah, the the, the stud goaltender from UCO. Yeah, there he is. He um, um, he took some time out of the day to uh, to talk to us, and so uh, uh, that should be kind of interesting. Um, it's probably going to um, oh, I don't know what. This will come out on a Wednesday, so this is probably going to go, it'll, be, it'll probably be Thursday the day after, so when Alex's uh, podcast comes out, but it's it's pretty good. You get to learn a little bit about, about him and uh, uh, his philosophy. You know, goaltenders are a little off, and they're a little different, and, they're, yes, kind, they and they're kind of fun to talk to, and Alex was very fun to talk to, so. Uh, very nice. Yeah, he put up with me and my baloney, so that, <laughs> that worked out well. Yeah, he's, he must be a good person. <laughs> Well, I think so, but I'm biased. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. All right, anything else you got there, big man? I I do not think I have anything else for you. Well, happy new year to you. I'm glad that you made it to 2020. I am, yeah, I'm here. I hope hope that you take advantage of your opportunity to reset things and become more tolerant of people in 2020. That's already out the window. (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah let's I'm, I'm glad to get the podcast up and running i'm looking forward to watching some hockey this weekend yes i am i am ready I, it's been a nice little break but i was i was talking to the oklahoma coach today and we were both in agreements that the break is has run its course it's time to get going we're ready to charge into this thing and finish out the uh, hockey season here andrew are you trying to say you missed me 
<laughs> something like that. Uh, I'm telling yeah. you what. Yeah, uh, something like that. What are friends but, for? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Hey, yeah. everybody, appreciate you uh, listening to uh, the WCHL podcast. Follow the conference on westernchl.com or on Twitter at westernchl. Um, it's also on Facebook at Western CHL, but you know what? I put everything up on Twitter because it's a, it's an immediate medium. It's my favorite medium right now. So, um, and I'm the commissioner, so I can make that choice. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Facebooky kind of guy. So, uh, but we appreciate you listening and Andrew, I think it's going to be probably about that time. Get us out of here. I tell you what, everybody have a great week. Have a good weekend. Safe travels to all the teams and come back with some wins.